Welcome everyone to Bad Work Stories Made Good. This is the channel where you get to hear Emma and I kind of chit chat, banter away and share different perspectives on some bad stuff. Brackets. You know what I want to say in there, but I'm not going to. Um, it goes down <laughs> in the workplace. And seriously, we've had many years of experiencing, watching this, coaching, helping people through this stuff. So we're on a mission to help you stop this stuff in the workplace. So, you know, we honestly believe that, you know, we can work together with no drama and that we can really enjoy our collaboration as demonstrated with Emma and I, as you can see right here. So check out some of our past. You can go through. There's a huge inventory of bad work stories there. But every now and again, in fact, every 10th one, we do a good work story. So make sure you check those out. So welcome, Emma. Welcome back. Thank you, Karina. What an awesome intro. Ooh, on a flow, on a flow here. So we have um, the beautiful, like, I don't know, like, what's the, is that a screen that we got behind the beautiful, like, New Zealand dawn or is that? A... No, it actually is the rain. It's the continual rain of New Zealand that's going on behind me. So, yeah, I bring a little bit of, you know, greenery in to make me feel like I'm, it, it feels like a rainforest. It's tropical. Excellent. Well, you're doing cold, better on the green cool. than me. Excellent. Well, let's just um, jump straight in. So um, tell us about your bad work story that, that um, you know, in our heads up this morning is pretty freaking terrible. Like, this is bad, bad. Like, but yeah. I'll get to you. Yeah. Like, share with, yeah. our, with our listeners around this week's bad work story. Totally. Well, yeah, very bad, actually. But, you know, the story is about a micromanager that drove a team member to near breakdown. Um, so Jay, we'll just we'll mm. just use an initial for this one, was a New Zealand manager of a multinational organisation. And she reported into the Australasian regional head in, in, in Australia. And, um, you know, she was a very qualified, capable and high performing manager. Um, but when this new manager arrived, so this wasn't, you know, she didn't didn't apply for the job through her. She was already, she had someone appointed over the top of mm. her, something we should talk about sometime, <laughs> how you deal with that. Um, but, yeah, this new manager arrived and, and instituted a regime of daily calls, oh, <laughs> often at night. You know, it's like a really micromanaging, constantly wanting to know what was going on and really over-communicating and, and being, you know, um, petty and demanding, I think, you know, relentless. Um, and it really dragged, you know, uh, Jay's energy down totally. Um, and so, you know, one night she was actually having dinner with a friend before going to a movie um, when she got a call from her boss. You know, it was 7.30 p.m. at night. So mm -hmm. in Australia, that's 5.30, still post kind of business hours. And really, we don't need to call people. When they're, they're, These people are not in some life-saving or, you know, critical kind of industry mm. that, you know, things would be happening um, that would, you know, be really important to communicate at, at, at you know, after hours. But anyway, so um, Jay decided that she was not going to answer this call because it was definitely going to be mm. <laughs> probably something that could wait for the yep. morning. Um, so she finished her dinner, went to the movie, um, but within 20 minutes she was not feeling well. Um, and, you know, her heart was racing. She was struggling to breathe. She left the cinema just in time as she collapsed on the oh. floor. Um, 
yeah, horrifying. And it's so totally scary. As she was talking about it, she just said, I don't know what was going to happen to me. Um, and her friend called an ambulance um, and she got to hospital. Um, and the good news is, thankfully, that it wasn't a heart attack. Um, you know, it could have been a real, I mean, a, a true tragedy uh, we were talking about. However, you know, after five hours in hospital and the doctors agreed that she could leave, um, but gave her a warning that she was near burnout and that she needed to address her health urgently. Um, and, you know, soon after that, she resigned from her job and, you know, it's something she loved um, and had really been, you know, as I say, at the top of her game on. But unfortunately, you know, the work conditions had become oh, unsafe. Literally. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. Wow. So. Um, Horrifying. Wow. Well, I mean, I'm glad that, that she's okay, you know, now. Well, I mean, there's a health reprieve, if you like. But let me ask you, like, um, before we go into kind of sharing perspectives on it, what has what has is Jay kind of done a, day, a debrief on it? Like, has she kind of got some insights around it? I don't know, like, if she's got that far through her process yet, or yeah, I mean, I think you know, I think she's just taken time to heal, um, and you know, she's going in a different direction with her career. Um, she's happy and healthy. I mean, I think you know, the most important thing for her was to focus back on her health, mm. and she was lucky enough have a supportive partner who could financially carry the load um you know while she's basically been through a, a big journey yeah i don't know that she's yet got to processing the big insights of what mm. you know she could do differently but you know here we are to help and offer some some suggestions yeah, on that too totally. and um I, th I can't remember what episode it is but we've done something on burnout before which might be useful for people to go back to but yeah, so how do we make this yeah. um, this bad work story yes. good? How can we help? How can we help? <laughs> well, here's a radical idea. Stop the frig ringing me. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and as simple as that sounds, I appreciate someone listening to everyone and go, well, yeah, you tried that with my boss, right? You know, yeah, and exactly. of course, you know, like, <laughs> Um, you know, power differentials and relationships and all of that stuff is is in is in the mix, right? But honestly, like you know, this like the accountability. If we shift the account, well, not shift the accountability. If we stand in our accountability for our performance and move from being the passive receptor of micromanagement in the way that you've described that this person was experiencing, I mean, at what point? do you say enough is enough? I mean, she obviously was enough to, like, on the, you know, on an ambulance, you know, and that is extreme, you know. I mean, end point of chronic stress and, as, you know, the doctor was saying, around burnout. So for anyone listening to this as a recipient in that kind of chronic stress at work, which, you know, is a big subject that we talk about and are very passionate about here on our channel, like, what yeah. what are you doing to actually, you know, like control what you can control, uh, which Absolutely. is it's like, you know, again, like, you know, personal boundaries on what's okay and what's not okay, you know, and that ability to detach and self-regulate, like, you know, like, as you were saying, like in this example, there was some form of, you know, a panic attack or, you know, it just got to a point where like not answering the phone or worrying about it just was you know, flipped her over the edge there, yep. you know, it was just one, one, 
you know, anxiety piece too much. I mean, you know, um, yeah. So what's in our power and control to actually regulate ourselves and control our environment and to realise that stuff, I was about to say the other word again, is not okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, like, you know, it's a bit like um, anyone's listened to the podcast before where Dan walked on, you talked about boundaries around touching and, and you know, sexualised behaviour in the workplace. It's not friggin' okay. Stop it. Get your friggin' boundaries sorted out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's so true. Is like speaking up and and you know you were saying this power differential, mm. but yet we 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 should be we should be um, able to speak our needs. Exactly, yeah. and do it do yeah. it like you know human being to human being. Like you might have more responsibility and a bigger title than me, and blah blah blah. But you know, human to human, that needs peace. Yes. You know, and I think um, another kind of interesting piece is why the frig are people micromanaging in the first place? Why is that an acceptable leadership style? Yeah. You know? And I, I wonder whether I wonder whether we're experiencing a lot more of this now because of hybrid working as well. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that transition's not been, um, you know, well, well, you know, we're not working well yet in a in a remote, sort of, mm. you know, maybe, maybe some organisations are doing well. But, you know, that that kind of fear that actually I can't see you in the office, mm -hmm. so I don't actually know what you're doing. Um, and I think, you know, this, because this is remote, you know, there, there was possibly that, you know, control freak, control freak manager going, what the hell is going on over there <laughs> in New Zealand? I, I can't see you. I can't. I need to know. And so, yeah, on the other side as a leader, if you are a leader who feels in that way, then you need to obviously work on better, um, you know, communication style to actually get clear on what are the what are the outputs that, uh, you know, and what are the touch points, mm. right? So what are we expecting to deliver? What are, what is the deliverables? When will we communicate and agree those? Like, you know, it's almost like agree the... The, the rules of engagement we've oh, talked right. about this a lot yeah. how, how do I like to have my communication style do I need a day, daily hand-holding phone conversation um at this level I would have thought absolutely not it's going to waste precious time and resource um remembering as you are leaders and in, in, in a management you're expensive right <laughs> so don't waste all your organization's resources time and money by Pointless, pointless meetings, pointless conversations, pointless, pointless checking in, pointless control. <laughs> pointless control. Yeah, and, and I would add to that, you know, if you're a leader who thinks, oh, you know, like, oh, maybe I'm doing that, or you're someone, team member who thinks, oh, that's my boss. Um, you know, like a lot of micromanagers that I've, you know, been around have this kind of, kind of, um, it's a bit like the, their perspective is I'm protecting the team. Right, you know, yeah. that, that um, and they're oblivious to actually the consequences of that, which is suffocation, disengagement, creating uh, people who really, you know, I might as well not do anything because you're just going to come along and correct my PowerPoint or redo my presentation or, you know, what, what am I here for? I might as well not be here. You know, like, you know, can I not make a decision? You know, like, that's my pay grade. You know, like, why are you treating me like a, you know, a child or whatever it is? You know, so, you know, going back a step in terms of the fear that they're under, 
you know, the domino effect exactly. of power and pressure yeah. that, oh my God, if we don't get this right, right, yeah. then I'm going yeah. to get it in the neck. You're going to get it next. So, you know, what really yeah. is doing is taking care of us and the team. One perspective, but has consequences. And are those consequences yeah. what you stand for as an organization that you know are going to be hitting us in high performance? Well, everything says no. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, if you want people to be creative and high performing and accountable, that's not the way to go about it, right? But if you want people just to turn into yes people and do the minimum output and and work yourself into the bone and you be, you know, on an ambulance floor at some point, hopefully not, but you know, a victim of chronic stress, well, then you're heading in the right direction. You know, please exactly. stop as well. Like it's not good for your health. Yeah. You know? No. And I think the a lot of lot of leaders that we work with get confused about, well, I just want to support people. But, but you know, like mm -hmm. I really want to support people. Well, you know, it's kind of like anyone's being a parent, you know, you know how do, the difference between empowering <laughs> and holding hands and when to let go. You know, the, yeah, exactly. you know, like how do you support your kids to grow and develop and, you know, become their own independent, well-functioning citizens of the world? How do I help my team member grow and develop and and um, and have those checkpoints? Right? A lot of leaders I'm coaching are looking at, oh, but I need this, this, and this, and therefore I need to have, you know, this kind of, you know, this micromanagement feel on it. Where how good, as you were saying, Emma, how can you actually kind of go, it's kind of like instead of, Graphically, it was like this is if this is micromanagement, it's kind of more like this around how yeah. these are my needs. Like as your boss, yes. you're brand new. I don't really know what you know your capabilities are. Um, I want to trust you, but I'd like to also, you know, get some get some data, you know, so I can set you yeah. free as, as set you up for success as quickly as possible. And yeah. you have some yeah. needs. How do we bring them together? How do we put some timeframes around that so that, you know, we create a very healthy and empowering, successful working relationship? What an enlightened way to manage <laughs> and work with people. Yes, thanks. And yeah. I'm, I'm just... Because we want to get the best, right? To get the best out of someone, it's not about, you know, controlling yeah. them. Um, and, you know, we know that, you know, opening up for understanding each other's strengths um, and, you know, sharing like, you know, these are the places I need your help. I'm going to come to you when I need this, um, you know, this kind of help mm. or, you know, I want to develop in this area. Can you help me? So I think, yeah, totally that that full on upfront dialogue about needs, expectations on both sides um, is, you know, going to be the way forward and, 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 and actually the way to start. Not, you know, don't let yourself get to this situation. Mm. Um, you know, reverse the bus very quickly yeah. <laughs> and go, hang on a minute. Well, I'm in a, I'm, I'm in a track I do not want to be on. And, um, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head, that trust. Building trust, mm. it does take time, but it takes um, honest communication um, and it takes a bit of give and take. You know, you know, we've also talked about failure and I think we're going to talk a bit about it in another episode mm. soon. But, you know, we all make mistakes. Things happen. Shit happens. Oh, sorry. There's that word. It came out. It happens, right? Things go wrong. And um, but if you're in a in a fear 
a situation and you haven't got trust, then you're more likely to hide it, put it down. Um, oh, sorry, what's going on there? Can you hear a phone no, call? No, no, we, we're good over here. Oh. No, nothing there. Um, sorry, right. sorry, my phone. Yeah. I just ac- accidentally hit the call button. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so I think you know this. Definitely, we want to we want to build trust, yeah, and, and these are the ways up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, you know, like I've just lost my train of thought now. Actually, I'm thinking about you. Sorry answer, about right? that. Yeah. Interruption on the yeah, phone call. And I think you know, like coming back to that question around, you know, like even with a, this, like because in the situation, going back to your case study, was a, a new manager had come in, right? So again, if you've missed, yes. you know, we've done an episode on user manuals. Really cool you know, getting to know each other. Again, the needs conversation between new people coming into a team, particularly a new leader. If you are a new leader, reach out. You know, we can certainly help you with that. Um, you know, and and the, yeah, like the clarity of this is what I need to be successful. This is, you know, like, yeah. you know, I'm fine with a phone call here, but actually not at this. This is a cutoff point. You know, that, and this is where I'm doing my deep work. This is when, you know, with the creative periods, this is not working. Feedback, having open feedback sessions, all of this stuff in theory, in place would have helped. And it's because it's so practical, would have helped Jay in this story. And it's, um, you know, it's really, it's upsetting, really, that, you know, we have an example here where it got so frigging bad that we had someone in a hospital. I mean that's terrible, you know. Like I'm, you know, that's like that's like why we do this work, so we don't have that Absolutely. stuff go on, you know. On. So um, <laughs> please, 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 if you are feeling like you're heading in that direction, or you know someone's heading in that direction, you know, um, you know. Get support. get support. Yeah, get support. You know, call a friend. They maybe that was what my phone call was all about. You know, just a reminder. Call a friend. Yeah, get some you know, call a friend, and um, you know, like you know, get some strategies that can help you, and um, and check out our burnout um episode around like you know breathing, breath work, getting out into nature, gratitude practice, all of the kind of the basics of how we can help regulate our nervous system and be in a good place where we can have these conversations with a micromanager that is, you know, in this space, because, you know, they're, they're that's what I was going to say. They're in, they're in a discompopulated kind of um, dysregulated place. So you have to kind of be able to step out and help them in order to help yourself. So, yeah. Totally. There you go. I think we've put a, a, right. a lot in there too. So if you need any help, let us know. Hopefully there's lots of stuff that will start okay. you thinking anyway. So till then, perfect. Make your bad luck stories good. See you next week.